with Blake dual roles here, audience nice. and entertainer. Uh, Everything seems to be working, Harvey. I think we're ready to go. I mean, I'm recording, so, I don't, you know. All right. Well, me to, there's me only to... one thing left to do. Just drop the music? Yeah, I think so. What manner of... <laughs> Which ring is this? What's up? G'day world. Let's just talk over the music. I don't I don't care. Oh we'll wreck it. We'll wreck it every I time. Don't, I don't care if we talk I don't want over people it. to be able to hear it properly. But this is the this is the new fandangled music. This the, is the music that you'll be listening to. This is the music you'll be listening to. <laughs> Um, particularly if the fan is on. Yeah, and it's calling you down. It's calling you down. Which it, it will be you know, in the coming months. It will. Being yes. that, uh, it will. It'll be all re- summer. That, that music will evolve. That will not be the final version. It's not the final, but uh, it'll it'll suffice as as new intro music, which we did promise. It'll suffice, will it? It'll suffice. Yeah. Oh, oh that's fantastic to Sorry, hear that it that, will suffice. Is that too, uh, too it's a little, highbrow? It's a little it? hoity-toity sounding. Yeah. Too highbrow. I don't know why. Oh, well. It's, it's a normal word. It's you know. I think it's fine. It's I'll not rare vocab. I think... Uh, I think what I what I said there will suffice for legitimate language. Sure, yeah, I'm, I I do accept it as such. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, uh, yeah. Welcome, g'day world, to the twelve forty Hangover Cure podcast. I am Rodders, and I am Harv, and we are existing. We are here we are. again. For at, episode, at a minimum, we are existing. At, at episode uh, thirty-two. That's right, episode 32. 32. That was Magic Johnson's number when he played for the Lakers. Well, that's um, very significant then. That's, that? It's a great number. It's, one, it's yeah. probably my fa- one of my favourites. Is it? One of my favourites. Well. Definitely, yeah. I didn't know you are into numerology. Well, I just, like, I just like numbers. I've always been good with numbers. Is that right? Yeah. Numbers stick in my head. Words, names, nah. Nah. Not as much. Numbers don't stick in my head either. Everything's maths anyway, Harvey. Yeah. Everything's maths. We're all just floating tetrahedons. Bullshit. As Jim Carrey said. Yeah, Mm. yeah. Good old... Was uh, it tetrahedrons? I'm not sure. Can't remember. I don't remember what See, I don't remember words. Like I just said, words. Was it six? Did Uh, you say six? Six. You would remember if he said that. Well... It's a number. Yeah, especially 666, if he had have mentioned that. Oh, straight to the Satanism. <laughs> Numerology, Satanism. I mean, people are going to start to think that we're... We're into uh, into um, <laughs> all that stuff. Yeah, of course. Of course we're not. You know, I would deny it to my grave. We are anti-Illuminati. Absolutely. We are not controlled opposition. In fact, we don't even know what that is, do we, Rodders? Not quite sure what it actually is. We're certainly not sanctioned by the FBI. No, no. Here's your $2. Exactly. That's what they pay us. Yeah. <laughs> I'd be glad if we even, even got that. I'd do this for actually. $2. If I, if I do it for free, I might as well do it for $2. One of us is in deep trouble. So Possibly this, uh, both of us are in in deep trouble now. That's right. If there's anybody from the FBI or CIA listening, yeah. we're happy to spread disinformation. Big fuck you and, uh, to, uh, to the FBI, CIA. Well, no, maybe not the FBI. They, they could be actually investigating something worthwhile for once at the moment. Oh, what is that, Rudders? Well, you know, I, I don't know much about world issues. You know, no, I, no, I, I don't. That much is clear. I don't. 
<laughs> I don't profess to know. Oh, there's another highbrow word. Profess. Uh, to oh, know. I don't profess to know. <laughs> While I drink my brandy. I don't fucking smoke know shit. my cigars. I don't know shit. All right. But um, uh, people will have heard about the situation in Puerto Rico where mm-hmm. there's been some pretty extreme weather, I think. Right. Something like that going on. And there's uh, meant to be a lot of aid being sent to Puerto Rico uh-huh. um, so that people can, you know, avoid dying. Mm-hmm. And apparently uh, the FBI is investigating FEMA and the federal, US federal government for right. restricting this aid to getting to, to people. And I've seen, I've seen videos on the internet of, um, you know, people, Puerto Ricans that are, you know, sending videos out via Instagram and YouTube and stuff to, you know, try and tell people what's going on. To let them know that, uh, yeah, we're 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 starving here because you know for some reason the food's not getting through. Yeah, it's it's kind of the silent war. Well, there's two implied silent wars. Here's one is weather warfare, which could potentially yeah, I don't know if it plays into this or not. Manipulated weather, possibly. But trade embargoes and restrictions and so on that go on all over the world to sort of exert influence. Uh, you know, that's really the silent war that's been going on for decades now. Yeah. Is you is know, that is that the actual? Is that is that really World War Three? Like, well, it that may well be type warfare. The yeah. you know the war on information. Again, weather warfare is one of those things that's just dismissed as a conspiracy theory, but can can be quite plausible when yeah. you look into the detail. Possibly, of it. it's possible. In fact, there are patents that the U.S. government holds on manipulating the weather. That's right. Um, that you can read. You know, they're public documents. So, you know, whether or not they can actually manipulate manipulate weather now, or whether they are actually doing it, it's mm. pretty irrelevant to the fact that you can't deny that they actually have been looking into it at least. No, I think they're all insane. Yes, it's indeed, indeed. Uh, well, I don't th- think that's... so. I think actually, um, it's a completely logical thing to look into for a government as as a weapon. Why not? Well, yeah. I mean, if it's hard to prove that that's what they're actually doing, they'll get away yeah. with a lot more of it, won't they? Yeah. I mean, if you could send a message to a particular country where only the leaders of the country who know about the weather manipulation technology yeah. would understand the message and the people wouldn't even know there's a war going on, isn't that the perfect war? Well, yeah. You don't need to get informed consent. You don't need to get uh, the consent of the governed. You just launch your war and, and no one just, even knows it's going on and uh, you know the people that count yeah, know exactly you, what's happening. You just, you just distract people with stupid stuff like the, uh, you know, the Trump-North Korea... Yeah. Stupid argument and yeah. uh, you know other crap like that. Kardashians, yeah. Kanye West. There'll probably be a tropical cyclone in Korea soon, and you know. Yeah. Ooh, what a coincidence! It, yeah, it'll definitely not be this. It'll definitely not con- confirm what we're saying. <laughs> yeah. Look, I'm just open to the idea. I just think it it it, it is something that you would look into yeah, because it's, it's one of the most awesome powers on the planet. It's I mean, systemic it's, violence, isn't it? Short of a nuclear bomb, which we know is a, a zero sum game that no one's ever going to really, unless they're completely crazy, no one's ever going to really launch a nuke. Mm. Um, but they just to keep that out. But an know, earthquake. They want sure. to keep that out there because they want to keep people living in in a state of fear and stuff. Thinking that how much do you think it's propaganda, Rodders? I mean, I even the uh, fact when, that there's somewhere could be nuked or yeah, the fact that there is nuclear weapons. Like I actually saw a video on on YouTube that was claiming that um, that the 
and I, I, you know, this is probably really like this would probably upset people. It's probably like a really dumb oh, look, conspiracy don't, theory. Don't worry about that. But but uh, I was looking into it, and they said that the Hiroshima bomb was just kind of like fake. It was just known technology. It wasn't really, you know, a nuclear weapon. They just set off a lot of bombs and made it look like a big explosion. Right. I, I didn't buy into it. It wasn't particularly compelling, but it was an interesting it's idea. It's a different, that, uh, different way to look at it, though, isn't it? Different well, if you to... look at the threat of nuclear war as a controlling mechanism and as, as propaganda that's perpetuated through the ages, it's true. I mean, we've only ever dropped, you know, the one bomb or, or two or three or... You know, whatever you know, whatever it may have been, there's, there's people who believe that, that, that you know that different things happened in Hiroshima. But yeah. uh, you mentioning that actually just reminds me of that that scene with Alec Baldwin in Pearl Harbor. Yeah, where he goes. I'm not uh, sure. I'm going to remember it. It was a while ago. He announces to to you know uh, the the board of people, all the military leaders and stuff, sitting in a room, mm. and he says. Uh, we we are going to Japan and we are going to bomb it. Yeah, and everyone's like, yeah. <laughs> <coughs> ben Affleck's like, yeah, yeah, kill millions of people. Hmm. Should be cool. Yeah, that that sounds <laughs> nice. Nice. <laughs> that, that kind of, not that kind of nice. Very very good. Yeah, you know, people watching live at the moment, they would have seen that coming. Yeah. The whole setup, they would have seen. Oh, it definitely. Up. Yeah, we're very predictable in, in in some ways. We are when you see the setup. That's right. Yeah, when you see behind the curtain. Yeah. You know, if you're listening to this and you haven't watched one of the live streams, we're going to be streaming live. I think every week from now on, probably, unless technical issues prevent us from doing so. Well, we got it together. Look, we were pretty. Usually, we can take longer to set up. You know. Sometimes. Yeah, it can take some so, time. It's it's also been a couple of weeks since we did one, and I've been screwing around recording other things. So we had to you know do a few had little to re- things here rejig and there. the equipment. You should probably update the listeners just quickly on your solved problem. What what solved? Oh, the uh, we can now we can now broadcast for several hours if we want to because your power cable has a, been replaced. A fourteen dollar power supply. Yeah. Um, Links in the description. Referral links, buy on Amazon. No, yes. none of that's true. The the box that it came in is actually propping up this this mini. <laughs> there you go. And uh, I bought talk about BTS. And we well the, the the issue was that we were getting sound coming from the power supply I was using. It was yeah. making this annoying, like so, like like we were being sent faxes constantly. Yeah, kind in the of background. And uh, so you had to run on battery. I was running on battery. Gave us a forty-minute limit. Yeah, and it was running out with within forty minutes, and it yeah. was very distracting. I had it on my mind the whole time. Yeah, uh, solved that problem by buying a fourteen-dollar power supply through eBay. Yeah, very good. So that's uh, that's how you solve problems, people. Win. Yeah, another win for the podcast. So talking about this weather stuff. Sorry, let's just take time. a bit of a step back because it was a good segue into what we are talking about, which is. Today we're going to talk about a little bit about uh, the plausibility of conspiracy theories because a lot of people... What? <laughs> and we've covered it, like we've talked about it, but never specifically that aspect of it, which is people shut down it's discussion very, very... About, about events based on certain, I would say, myths about conspiracy theories, that they're not plausible, that they couldn't possibly happen, that... Um, that many people could never keep a secret. 
mm. or you know arguments like that and people are happy to go on their lives you know using those arguments as a barrier to ever having to look into some of the darker areas that uh, you know we talk about on this podcast it just makes it very difficult to actually have a discussion yeah when when people have that sort of out or they think that that's some sort of plausible out of the yeah. discussion by just saying oh it's conspiracy theory you know there's no way that that's true because the yeah. government wouldn't do things like yeah the government wouldn't do that is another classic argument to a third world country that is you know ravaged by weather yeah. and and millions of people starving and, and they wouldn't create the weather in the first place and they either. wouldn't uh, yeah have some sort of uh, weather weapon yeah. that they've developed that they could use at any given time no of course they wouldn't but they uh, they do they did they looked into it you know it's the same thing as MK ultra you, you point out that there's there's official documents and stuff that yeah. redacted as they may be that do um, talk about the experiments and what the goals were and document some of the results. And, uh, you know, people um, go, well, that was 50 years ago. That's another classic one. Oh, that was 50 years ago. We wouldn't do that now. Oh, yeah, we're so evolved from 50 years ago. Yeah, exactly. And we've all, got... all, we do, all we have is just sort of fancier technology. That's it. It's yeah. Not much has changed other than that. You can hide that. it better. Yeah. yeah. And there's a lot more information out there and a lot more disinformation out there. So the disinformation works as a, as a good mask to the yeah. actual, you know, really crucial information, which is... Um, I mean, I guess that's in the eye of the beholder, isn't it? It what, is. What, what you um, determine is, you know, crucial. Well, yeah. I, I, people can decide for themselves what they think is important. Yeah. Or well, what's the truth? What's yeah. the real truth? You know? That's right. You know, I mean, I, I find, like, I've always, I think we talked about this when we were talking about the 9-11 on the anniversary and, you know, saying that we couldn't think of anything that's more significant than what happened on 9-11 that... In, in the changes that it's made, you know, to society and to the way government operates and, and the mindset of the population. Mm. But some people may not think it's important at all whether or not 9-11 was an inside job or whatever. I mean, they how, might, how could, a lot of could, people just say, well, what does it matter? What is it, you know, what am I going to do about it? Matters. it? It matters, like, very significantly. To me. To me. <laughs> what was that? <laughs> I was trying to say significantly. Laryngitis? I still can't say <laughs> I still can't say it properly, but uh, it would matter a lot. Yeah. If well, it came out that it was, you know, some sort of uh, planned thing that was done by really high levels of government yeah. that people are supposed to be able to have some sort of faith in. Yeah, that's right. If that faith has been ruined, yeah, which it would be if that was true. I mean, you could, how could you still have? Sort of any well, you couldn't legitimate maybe, faith in in government if that happened. Maybe that's the reason people uh, are really trying to not consider it. Is is more the implications are overwhelming, and they, they are. And I, you know, I understand that. Well, I understand it too, but because when I when we started both you know sort of looking into this stuff through the the zeitgeist, you know, after seeing the zeitgeist movie and everything, yeah, that scared the shit out of me, man. I was I was not wanting to believe any of it. Mm. I was like, this, none of this can be right. None of it. Because it means, because it, it means it so never... much of what I've learned is, is not, you know, it's not legit. It's not. Yeah. But it, to me, correct. to me, it was, it was kind of a validation and a satisfaction in that. And I know that sounds horrible, but, but the, yeah. the fact that I was like, like Neo in the matrix feeling like the world wasn't quite right anyway, yeah. up to that point and feeling like I didn't quite fit in, in the mindset and the, 
behavior that I was supposed to conform to, um, it kind of, I don't know, freed me from that in a way as well. Like saying, oh, okay, well, if that's possible, then there's a reason what why else I feel possible? like yeah. I'm living dishonestly. Yeah, it kind whatever. of validates your your gut instinct that yeah, that's something, right. something's amiss. Something's yeah, a bit it off. did. And, and, you know, not not to dismiss the fact that people died and all of that stuff. You know, obviously it was a tragedy and that should have been my first reaction. I, I don't think it really was because, you know, a tragedy is always kind of a delayed effect where you look back later and you start to consider the the, the, the detail of the tragedy, you know, like That's right. how those people must have died and uh, how that would have felt to be in that building. You know, to get that to that empathy, it actually takes some time. So my yeah. first reaction is usually quite analytical as it was for 9-11. Hmm. And, you know, maybe that makes me a bad person, but it's the truth. Like, you know, I can't change that. Well, that's that just about how, you, how you choose to look at things. A lot of people choose to see it different, you know, yeah. choose to see the uh, the tragedy first. Yeah. And But I, I, I feel like that, maybe it's just me not being able to understand someone who's not exactly like me, but I find that ingenuine. I think if you, if you immediately go to my heart goes out, I don't think you can, like really understand it's, it's very hard to make that connection straight away immediately just i don't know maybe it's easier for other people but for me that's just not how it happens I'm you know like of... the the vegas shootings recently you know i as soon as i saw that my first thought was here come the conspiracy theories yeah exactly you know? and and i even know people who live in vegas so so it should have had a personal connection and it wasn't until i got on facebook later mm. and the, the people that i know who are there yeah posted about it, i went Oh yeah, that's that's a real thing. That actually that actually happened. Something happened. Something happened. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, and then then I started to make the connection. I think that was the next day, though. The the details of it and exactly why it happened is still fairly unclear, though. Well, let's talk about the plausibility of these, because because before we can talk about and and there's there is a whole raft of conspiracy theories yeah. about the Vegas shootings, and I'm sure you're across a lot of them, as am I. But I, I don't really want to talk about that until no. we've talked about the fundamentals, which is mm. um, it, all of the conspiracy theories uh, are centered around one fact, which is that this was a staged event uh, or it was a manipulated event in some way. You know, it was actually caused to happen um, by maybe a government um, body or a, a terrorist group or something, right? And, th and that it wasn't what it appeared to be. You know, and you've got to be able to accept that before you can look into the detail of it. Otherwise, none of it makes any sense. And the purpose of this isn't to look into the details of the Vegas shooting. To be honest, I'm a little bit uh, conspiracy theoried out. Yeah. When yeah. it comes... I mean, I just... Well, we've been flooded with Here it, we go again, kind of we? is. Yeah. And then the There's whole... There's been a lot of them in the, in the past couple of years. And then the whole... Yeah, it's, of course, leading up to this, a lot of, them, a lot of incidents like that are uh, happening nowadays. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and then you've got the whole, you know, YouTube... Um, manipulating the algorithm. Oh well, there's all that stuff that's as well that they they're completely like admitting to that stuff. And and I have to say that's not conspiracy. I mean that no, is in mainstream news. It's been reported officially. Yeah. And YouTube, it's official. It is a conspiracy. Google <laughs> Google staff have come out and said yes, we have manipulated it. Yeah. So, well, not just that. Project Veritas, the um, if you recall there, the, that that sort of independent news organization that's yeah. infiltrating all of these um, corporations and government bodies and stuff. and that, Brilliant. That blew open the Hillary Clinton campaign and all of that stuff. Mm. Um, they just went in and talked to one of the guys who is responsible for manipul manipulating 
the algorithm that determines what happens on the the featured tab of YouTube. Yeah, exactly. And yeah. he basically said, I mean, we don't do it very often, but when it's important, we make sure that the stuff that shouldn't be there doesn't get there. Mm. And occasionally, we put something there that the algorithm didn't find. Truly. And uh, it happens. You know, this guy was admitting it. And, you know, there's, there's still a whole lot of spin in the media about it. But um, that part of it, for some reason, hasn't been focused on. They're focusing on this other aspect, which was the guy who discredited the New York Times. Have you had a look at those videos yet? He's, he's, uh, he's only released, I think, three now of nah, the new investigation. Not myself, no. It's going to be awesome. Project Veritas on YouTube. You look it up. I'm subscribed uh, to it, I think. Have a look at the old stuff that they did first because that was fantastic. Oh, it's really good, yeah. They basically just put undercover people and they go in and they become part of all of these hidden nefarious organizations that Is are it, pretending to be awesome. Usually like a hidden camera. Hidden cameras, time, yeah. yeah, and recordings. And they um they just get people to admit what's really going on. They just, you know, come on, mate, you know, you and I know. You and I know what's going on. And then the guy will say, yeah, that is, yeah, we do fake that. Or, you know, we do lie about Pretty that. Much. Or we do this or that. And sometimes it's a bit underwhelming and they always start with the less important stuff. So this YouTube algorithm thing is the first real thing that they've released. Mm. And the New York Times, you know, having one guy in there who um, puts his own personal spin on their YouTube videos that get released. I mean big deal he said oh sometimes i'll release a video at a time when it's not going to go viral because i don't want it to be you know popular right. even if it's an interesting video but that's just one guy and he was bragging to a girl who obviously used her attractiveness to get him to open up like as a you know possibility maybe we're gonna you yeah. know fuck promise to you know, maybe you, yeah and so he just started sort of bragging and saying that he was like you know, the nephew of James Comey or something like that. I can't remember, but he, he started saying all these is that, connections. Is that what that gets he had. people laid these days? I think it's what guys might think gets them laid. He's saying that possibly. their you know, their uncle is thirty third degree it, it, Freemason it, and stuff. Yeah, it probably it wouldn't have worked on this particular girl if she'd admitted who she was. She would have probably been disgusted never gone by with that, that connection. Never gone with that myself. Yeah. No. I've always painted myself as the, you know, opposite to that. Yeah. Right. I've so, said I've said you know I think about five times. I'm trying to live. Are, are you conscious of it now? I'm so conscious of it now. <laughs> Have I said it? I don't know. No, it. you don't. You don't. I do say it. it. I do say it. I tend to do it more often. Yeah. I find if I just try to relax myself a little bit, I say a lot less of it. Yeah. You know, being comfortable with yeah. the silence. Sorry, I didn't mean to get off words. topic there. That's off topic. That's just me being yeah. a dick. So that's right. Don't be a dick. So right. yeah, so Veritas definitely check that out. If check it out, it's you awesome. haven't already because it is great. It is great. It's one of the best things on YouTube, in my opinion. And I, even if you don't agree with what they're doing, I think you'll still find it entertaining. That's isn't that the real kind of journalism these days? Like th th that's what I felt when I was watching. I'm like, this is this is the real powerful media now this yeah. kind of angle the confrontations that we are change used yeah, to do we are change confrontations god i wish they were still doing those that was that was great yeah now it's just luke sitting in his basement or whatever yeah he's he's good but he's, which i don't yeah. mind it's fine i know it's just not what got us in in the first place no he's sort of it's like he's kind of relaxed his uh it's just the way he does things yeah a bit safer he plays it a bit safer yeah maybe but um yeah the um the Veritas stuff is great. Got to get in there. Get in there. But it, they, they actually it a made sub. a video. I, I probably should have queued it up. They made a video recently, um, last few days recently, um, where they played a reaction to their expose of the New York Times and all of that. 
where the guy said, look, this is just some intern. He was bragging. He made out like his job was more important He's than it is. Shit or something. He's really an entry-level position. Yeah. He was lying about most things. And yes, we will have to deal with him, but the real evil is the people investigating him, not him himself. Right. They lied uh, 10 times more than the lies that he um, propagated. That's how they're spinning it. Yeah. And uh, and he said, well, that's that's true. We do lie as part of our job, That you know, the deception. But he said the difference is our deception is of the corporations and um, government entities that are lying to the American public, whereas, you know, they're lying to you. Mm. We're lying to them. So if you want to consider that an evil, yeah. um, we, we consider it a means to an end. And uh, I think that's a pretty good point. Really, yeah. Not that they're not that it's not wrong what they do. I guess it's based on deception, and I think. But if there was a transparent way to do it, I think it, you know, it would have been done. The problem is the secrecy that these organisations enjoy. You know, the rights to secrecy that they have. Plausible if they didn't. deniability. Yeah, that's right. I mean, and they, there's laws laws that have been amended mm. to protect corporations to protect big business yeah to give them privacy the same so as that they people. don't have to be transparent about what they're have doing you ever no obligation. have you ever caught a corporation wanking like opened a door and there there's a corporation looking at porn on the internet jerking off there's because a, that's why we have privacy there's a coke can with his that's why privacy is important aluminium dick out <laughs> stroking <laughs> away <laughs> It'd be almost like fingers down a blackboard. It'd, it'd probably be cement, actually. It'd be a cement knob, yeah, wouldn't it? Something, something. Corporations like have a lot of cement. Yeah, they uh, yeah. A, lot, a lot of steel uh, and cement. A lot of materials. <laughs> cement <like that>. knob. <laughs> Might get me old cement knob out. I'm gonna get a cement knob. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, let's just we'll take a step back to the. Right, know, let's because, go back, back on track, back on track. Because the 9-11 stuff that we were talking about right at the start yeah. gets shut down very often by people You still who, can't talk about it sometimes, can you? That's right. And the, and the reason it gets shut down is because they say, well, that's just too big a conspiracy. It's uh, The government would never do that. If they did, they would never get away with it. Uh, there'd be too many people involved to keep, you know, to keep a secret like that or whatever, right? Isn't it a similar angle to what big banks take? Like too big to fail? Like where there's, there's so much, uh, the argument itself, I guess, has well, got commonality. In, yeah, in, in its in its uh, in the spirit, of, it's in the spirit of the. Yeah, but people believe the banks are evil. They just won't believe that the government's evil. That's that's another dichotomy. Why, why believe? Oh. Why, like, why believe? Okay, uh, the military will send out drones, drones, and and inadvertently bomb a school. That's okay. We believe in that, but that the government wouldn't uh, have a you know a faction inside them that would be willing to do evil things to protect their little. You know, empire. Well, I know you and I think that's very plausible, but that's right. I well, think that, that's that, why we're that's why we're talking about this. It's not just because we think it's plausible because we're gullible. Well, a lot of people would. No, but it's it's plausible because there's historical precedent for it all over the place. Yeah, there's there's a lot. False flag operations have been part of uh, the military industrial complex since it started. Yeah. In fact, it's it's based on. The original, you know, um, Illuminati principles of of duality and deception, yeah, and and this, you know, the stated goal of making everything that's true seem false and everything that's false seem true right. to the people. Once you get them in that state, you can control them because nobody knows what's true anymore. Everyone's right? confused and 
Yeah. yeah. Scared to question things. That's right. I, I was just going to say on that point, I think, and this is just my personal view, but I think people have that view of government because they're sp- supposed to be elected by, in a democratic sort of way, by yeah, people. But, yeah, but and that's what, And that's the indoctrination. Like, it because is. Because they're government, yeah. we need to be able to trust them. Yeah. And everything that they're doing is but for we, we didn't, us. The, the American public didn't decide that Hillary Clinton was going to be the candidate. No. And so, so they're choosing between two people that they didn't choose. Yeah. So, so why do people it, still believe there's, that? There's obvious it, limitation to it, isn't there? Why do people still believe that if it's quite obvious that it's you know things like uh, things like elections are, are well because we're told capitalism and democracy and, are the right things, you know, and everything else. It's just the indoctrination is inferior. Isn't it? Yeah. It's well, like right. we just don't know anything else. Like we, people in general, probably haven't explored other no ways of looking at things. Well, They've until just gone until down that we one saw, path their whole whole lives. Until we saw Zeitgeist, we didn't have any idea there was another way of thinking. That's no, what Zeitgeist. There was sort of no does. reference point. Yeah, Zeitgeist never convinced me of anything in particular. No, all it did was show me that there's a way to look at, you know, banking in particular, that. That, that shows it as, a, as a, yeah. that makes it look like it's a scam that's exactly. deliberately designed to control people, as opposed to something that was, uh, you know, created by the free market to serve a need that people had, which was to keep their money secure. Right. You know, which it was. It probably started as that, and then became Initially a scam or whatever. It became self-protecting, like, like everything in nature does. By the way, one of the one of the bankers just had an aha moment and went, yeah, and went, ah. hmm, gold receipts. I can just the paper. They're just using the paper now. They just they just all we need is the paper. Yeah. We don't need the actual. It's actually a good example gold. of of population losing their vigilance over corruption, where where they they're like, okay, we've got these gold receipts. We put our gold in a vault. We've been given a piece of paper to say how much gold we've got in the vault, and now we can just exchange these receipts. And I'll give you my receipt. You can go and get my gold, and uh, you know, forgetting that at the end of all of this. If we continue to do this, they might just take the gold out of the vault. Well, wasn't the premise sort of oh, no one ever comes all at once. That's right. To come and claim their gold. So yeah, it's exactly it. It's less than ten percent. Yeah. What's the yeah. point of continuing to go to the vault and mm. get a little bit of gold out and That's right. We'll just use paper instead. That's what I mean. It's a lack of vigilance. People should have periodically gone, taken their gold out, checked that it was there, and then put it back in again. Said, All right. I'll, I'll do that for another year, but I'm coming back. Yeah. And I'm going to take it all out. You better fucking have it. You fucking show me that chunk of gold. That's right. Motherfucker. So for people who say the 9-11 conspiracy can't happen, so they don't need to look into it and they don't need to consider it, here's the reason why you can't say that. There was a document in, um, or at least a meeting in 1962, where um, the government uh, at the time got together and they approved all of these things, right? They approved this plan up to the point where I think JFK himself said, nah, not having it. That's a bad idea. So everybody was in favor of this plan and it involved a number of things, uh, a number of possibilities. And um, it's not necessarily that they were gonna do all of these things, but amongst them were things like um, creating a, um, an event where uh, some students would, uh, fictional students, by the way, would right. charter a plane and uh, it would be inadvertently shot down. This was to get into war with Cuba, right? So they were deliberately trying to brainstorm 
ways that they could get to go to war with Cuba. Right, yeah. Right, so that they could go in there and take over the regime. And uh, yeah, they came up with all sorts of zany things that they might do, including this, um, this um, you know, charter plane idea, where the idea was they would uh, charter a plane, they would have a duplicate plane, mm. uh, they would fly people uh, in, on a real course, but then they would land somewhere and switch the plane to like a, a drone thing that looked the same, and then they would shoot it out of, the, out of the air. I think it was something like that. Anyway, I don't know the exact details. Um, and they came up with all sorts of harebrained schemes like this. And then, of course, the important part, blame Cuba. <laughs> That's right. They have to be responsible. Blame, blame Castro or whatever. And, and, and paint, well, paint him as the, as the, the villain. Yeah. Um, it involved having mock funerals. And you can actually, for the people alive, they can see that on the screen right now. That's point 11 right. of this document. Um, and this is a real document. It was a real plan. It's got real signatures from real heads of state. Is this a recently released? Uh, I don't know, but it's it's Document? redacted. It's still redacted. There's still large chunks of it. Yeah. And she points out in the video, this is a Truthstream Media video, but this, this document's really well known in the conspiracy community. Yep. Um, yeah, she, she points out that there's certain pages that are photocopied very, very badly. Um, one of them is the signature sheet, which... Oh, of proves course. that they were actually, but it's 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 all it's basically photocopied in reverse. It looks like they've, you know, smeared ink on it and yeah, then photocopied it seventeen times and photocopied the wiped photocopy. it on their ass. Yeah, <laughs> I bet they did. it up and then flattened it out again. But I mean, have a look at this list, right? Um, blow up an ammunition base, burn aircraft at the air base, lob mortar shells from it. This is the government planning to to do these types of things yeah. and blame it all on Cuba so that they can go to war. Um, capture assault teams, capture militia. So they're talking about, you know, kidnapping. <laughs> all sorts Sab of, all sabotage sorts of their own activity. Ship. Yeah, sabotage their own ship in the harbour, large fires. Nephthalene, I don't know what that is. Maybe that's the method for how they're going to cause the fires or something or Scary enhance them. Stuff, man. You know, and, and we know that to, to get into, I think it was both World War One and the Vietnam War, there was a there were attacked ships in in you know I mean it was the same thing and Pearl Harbor is another example of this you know attacked ships yeah. idea yeah. where how do you know the ship you know? didn't even exist how do you know I mean and and the idea that, uh, that the, the resistance media. that comes is always no they wouldn't do that well here's a document where they plan to do it once. Who knows if that's the only one? You can argue that if you want. Just don't tell me that they never planned it because they did. And this was 1962 and it did happen. You know, I'll play a little bit of the video where they're talking about it because okay. she puts it better than I can. I, I hear debunkers all the time when these major false flags happen. They make these arguments like how could large numbers of people lie about their identity? How could there be large numbers of crisis actors? How could they have fake funerals with fake victims. How could any of that stuff ever happen? How could so many people keep a secret? Exactly. And you hear that over and over and over every time there's a major event that has all the hallmarks of being a false flag. Well, if you go back and look at this particular document, they outline all of this stuff in print. So they do. That's exactly right. I so mean, that goes to the plausibility of so things next like this time, occurring. Exactly. Next time you, you call someone a tinfoil hat wearing conspiracy theorist and make fun of them 
for entertaining these ideas. Just remember that you're the one who's not being smart. You're missing information. Yeah, because this dismissive. is a plausible scenario. Yeah. And you can argue, you can argue um, that was, that was 30, you know, 50 years ago and they wouldn't do it now. Fine, if that's your view. Or you can argue, there's certain things you can argue, but yeah. just don't deny that it was never planned because this plan nearly got up. And of course, as conspiracy theories, the theorists always point out, aspects of this plan are very similar to some of the conspiracy theories about how 9-11 might have been orchestrated. Right. You know, as if they just reused little bits of it. And that's a good one. Why didn't we use that? That was great. That worked. Yeah, that would have would have worked had we got it past JFK well, before yeah. we assassinated him for saying no. Well, yeah. Oh, right. there you go. There's another conspiracy theory yeah, out there. It, it reminds me of uh, things like, uh, you know, that uh, bombing that happened in London. Yeah. And then they had the... You know, some military official come out and go, well, uh, you know, we were running a, a drill. Yeah. Uh, they talk about drills in this document. This exact scenario. Yeah. And we had the peculiar, uh, you know, situation where we had to switch from uh, exercise, to, exercise to real world. Yeah. They use that, that exact so terminology peculiar. in the Northwoods document. Where they say that 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 if if the mission's basically a failure, then they can just say, "Well, that was the drill. Don't worry about it." Yeah, but if it that if was it all works controlled, out, it was yeah. all controlled. The drill was controlled by us. There was no danger to the general public. That's right. Yeah, so they can abort it at any time. Yeah, um, and they also have excuses for being there and and being able to control it and oversee everything. Mm. It's talked about in the Northwoods document, all that stuff, um, and it's you know it's worth a read. I would say. People should read it. Yeah, it's interesting stuff. I mean, it's part of the reason a lot of this information attracts me is because it's so deep and substantial and, and the details are really interesting and it kind of stretches your mind out a little bit and you just sit there thinking, what else is going on? Well, that's the if thing. This is know, going on. What else is going on? You, you, know? can, you can look at this document, you can read it, and you can, you can at least determine that the lack of regard for human life in the way these things are discussed yep. is evident. There is no regard for human life. There's a, there's a part in the document where they say, um, you know, we can, we can shoot down a plane. And they say, either simulated or real. Like, simulated or real world. Simulated as if there's no difference world. to them. Yeah. yeah. We'll, either, we'll, we'll either fake it, but if we can't work out a way to do that, we'll just kill a couple of hundred people or whatever. Is, wasn't that... I, I remember this as well. Like, wasn't that part of the released... Um, uh, it was like a 911 call during 9-11 where someone... No, it wasn't 911. It was someone reporting to the control tower, the oh, air yeah, traffic yeah. control tower or something. All those tapes were released. And, yeah. and, the, and the, the air traffic control, uh, you know, um, operator is is saying, yeah, I can see this thing on the radar. Is yeah. this simulation or real world? Yeah. Like yeah. asking. That's right. The the military person, you know, how do I treat this? Yeah. Like it's something they've done know. before. Yeah. Yeah, no, those tapes were released. They were like played on, I don't know, History Channel or one of those dodgy yeah. channels where, you know, they, <laughs> I think they dump stuff there that they want to release, but they don't, they only want the conspiracy theories, theorists to hear about it. Yeah. But um, I really don't understand why they let that stuff go. But yeah, I think you're right. We only see the tip of the iceberg. That's the problem. You know, we see this one document that came out. This should never have come out, right? I mean, it should have been burnt and shredded and 
maybe not in that order. I don't know, you know, how to dispose of documents. But uh, you know, they should have got rid of it. And somehow this one came out. But how many others are there like it that never came out? It's not that hard to keep one document. Do you think secret? Do you think that it's possible that things like this are released to as kind of a litmus test in the general public to see Maybe. how indoctrinated people still are and how you know and and how uh, possibly what percentage of the general public are looking in and validate and and giving validation to this sort of information just to Maybe. sort of gauge how how much in control they still are I think some of it's like that. I think in this case, um, and I'm not certain, but I'm pretty sure the story was that there was years of you know FOIA requests, the Freedom of Information yeah. Act requests, yeah. to get this document released or this, you know, the the batch of documents that was that this was part of, um, and I think it was quite re heavily resisted and it's quite heavily redacted. Um, so I don't know if they really wanted to release how controlled this one particularly is. Because mm. um, I think this one's a, a bit too recent. And, you know, if, if anyone goes through and actually reads it, they'll be pretty shocked at, at how callous the whole thing really yeah. was. Well, um, I've watched... Uh, for some reason, I'm thinking of this now. The There's a, there's a video uh, on YouTube that actually a member of our family sent to me mm. because she'd seen it and said, I think you'd be interested in, in watching this. Yeah. And it basically breaks down how capitalism works and right. what elements you need to to keep it continuing yeah. exponentially. Now growth. We all know that you know uh there's another you know yeah. Uh, <laughs> Don't worry about it. Don't let it distract you. Fuck. <laughs> <coughs> um, uh, yeah. What sort of elements capitalism needs to keep continuing? Yeah. Because basically, it can't. Basically, it it it, it will get to a point where it it can't continue. You just can't keep increasing the amount of debt exponentially. It's yeah. It can't just keep going. I mean, something has well, to I give eventually. Yeah, I think the 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 elites, the people in control, you know, the 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 ones who who used to be used to call themselves gods and then called themselves pharaohs and then called themselves yeah. kings and then called themselves government. Um, I think they know that that, that it can't continue. That's right. They, they they build civilizations. That's what I mean about tear them down. About these sort of things being you know released mm. and 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 put into relatively mainstream you know circulation yeah. because they're trying to gauge how far it's gone. Yeah. You know how much. How where much? where are we in the stage of the collapse of the empire? Right. Yeah. yeah. And I think the you know the the scary part, like if there's anything that's actually that actually scares me, it's that you know we're, we're all so positive about this. Well, there's this great awakening and blah blah blah. And you know I, I get the impression that's just kind of like you know the the Matrix Reloaded at the end, where he goes, well this will this will be the seventh time we've done this and. Uh, you know, uh, it, you know, the one has emerged again, and we'll just reset the machine. Right. And I think they kind of have a plan to reset the machine. They know what to do. Yeah. Which is, you know, that's the scary part. It's that that the fact that if everybody does awaken, and this information gets out, like no one ever really questions whether or not we should be open about the fact that we kind of know what's going on now, or that we're getting an inkling of what's going on, but. Um, maybe it's not so, like maybe that's just that as you say there's a lit litmus test there's a certain point that we'll get to where 
you know, say 10% of the people uh, 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 know what the elites are doing and then they'll enact phase seven or whatever they call it. And, you know, I mean... Maybe that's this, when the uh, you don't the, even need much of an imagination to to, uh, to, to think about what that yeah, might be. Maybe that's when the uh, War of the Worlds scenario happens. Big big things start. You know, War of the Worlds, or maybe just something as simple as a, a you know huge virus just gets released and yeah, you know ninety percent of the population dies and then they just uh, burn all the books. You know, shut down the internet, uh, set off set off uh, you know a solar flare or whatever they do. Yeah, force erase people, all the hard drives. Force people to live. A, a, you know, off the uh, scorched earth. You yeah, know. and society resets. They live underground for twenty years and reemerge and do the whole two hundred year cycle again. We yeah, it could be it could be as 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 simple as that. That went further down the rabbit hole than I was intending, <laughs> but uh, it, but yeah, I mean, we only see the tip of the iceberg, right? Yeah, we're we're only. I think that's something that's fa- you know fairly easy to accept. I'm sort of 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 the of the view that we're only shown what the elite powers want us to yeah see. Or, or they just have an understanding that the information gets out over time yeah they don't try to stop it i think you know and i think maybe they have controlled opposition to slow it down it's like a yeah. a band-aid tactic but they know at the end of the day well i think what slows the it down, scam will be revealed part of what slows it down is just all the the, the bullshit things yeah. that happen like uh, you know what's happening on the bachelorette yeah Stuff like that all sort of well, it's the it. let them eat cake, the you know the yeah. Roman um, Colosseum and all that stuff. You know, entertain the fuck out of them until they, yeah. until they realise that they're being distracted. Just give them shiny, uh, uh, yeah. cool technology, and that'll distract them. Yeah, give them another, give them another debt bubble to play with. That's right. Yeah, you know they can go and buy some more iPads and stuff, and play Angry Birds, and uh, you know leave us alone until like we've... that picture of uh, you know when Mark uh, Zuckerberg's in that auditorium. And everyone's testing out the new VR technology, and the, their phones—they uh, just put their phones into it like a, a goggle headset. Yeah. They're all sitting back, just phones. Uh, there. And uh, you know, Mark Zuckerberg's just standing there, smiling stupidly, cackling. Like, <laughs> like, yes, this is. Look exactly at them; they're doing what we want. This is what I want. <laughs> Our plan is coming to fruition. It's working, Marty. It's working. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, let's 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 go through a few more of these uh, tip of the iceberg things. Because I think um, one of the news stories that came out this week, or maybe last week, uh, about Harvey Weinstein or, or whatever, however you pronounce his name, um, I he, think that's a, a good example of a tip of the iceberg thing. We keep seeing the tip of the Hollywood iceberg. For people who don't know who Harvey Weinstein is, he's an executive producer in Hollywood, right? That's right. Yeah, so he's funded, but he's I think like the second or third most powerful Hollywood yeah. mogul. He's not just a like I remember seeing know, his hardworking executive. He's a he's the funder. I remember seeing his name pop up, you know, numerous times in in credits of yeah. movies that we well, watched. Well, he's he's the the head of Miramax. Yeah. Him, him and his brother. Right. So yeah, um, they made uh, you know Goodwill Hunting. I don't know any other movies of theirs. Now they've made a lot of movies that you know big blockbusters that people would have seen. Uh, they tend to make slightly more art house, uh, independent style films, but still blockbusters. Right. Goodwill Hunting is a good example of the type of stuff they do. That sort of stuff. Yeah, and um, yeah, it came out that Harvey Weinstein is uh, a bit of a sleaze bag. Didn't he? Wasn't one of the claims that he locked himself in a corridor with a woman? And then jerked off in front of it. Yes, he's jerked off in front of uh, a couple of actresses, I believe. Uh, 
Uh, this is the sum saying that he openly raped them. Uh, the sum that's saying that he, uh, you know, he he asked to touch their boob. Things. I mean, juvenile. Just like, sleazy. what is he? Fourteen years old. But yeah. anyway, but he did all these things. Let me touch a titty. Let me touch. I, a titty. I just, I just need to touch a titty. You've got the role. I just. <laughs> Ow, those titties. Ow. Oh, gotta gotta touch, gotta touch him. I need to know the exact color of the nipple. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. He's, he sounds. I mean, look, it's we can joke about it, but it's it's disturbing to the women that it happens to, and it's yeah, you know, of course, it, it would have been you know largely traumatic. Uh, well, I think I think it's traumatic, but but they they accept it as part of the business and just go on with their lives, and then when someone actually has the courage to come forward hmm. and embarrass themselves or, or whatever by. Um, Describing disclosing what happened yeah. uh, all the others come out of the woodwork and say well actually I believe that because here's what happened to me and Harvey Weinstein exactly. you know? and uh, I've got a, I've got some stuff queued up this one's pretty good all right. um, this is Seth MacFarlane uh, I can't remember what awards show he was hosting but he uh, made a little joke did he? a little yeah. quip? Now, unfortunately, this is a Mark Dice video, so I've I've included the bit where Mark Dice talks. So I apologise for others like me who don't like the sound of his voice. But nah, I don't like it. But here yeah, it we'll, is anyway. we'll endure it. Yeah. Here's Seth MacFarlane announcing the Oscar nominations back in 2013, where some Hollywood insiders in the audience get his inside joke about Harvey Weinstein being a sexual predator and the actresses having to sleep with him in order to get put in his movies. Helen Hunt in the Sessions, and Amy Adams in The Master. Congratulations, you five ladies no longer have to pretend to be attracted to Harvey Weinstein. <laughs> Great joke, by the and way. And you can hear some people in the audience are like, ooh. Oh, wait, wait for it. It, go, it gets even more booish. <laughs> you see yeah. how it gets so mixed? Because yeah. they're like, <laughs> oh, oh, no, we're not supposed to laugh yeah, about that. No, no, don't laugh. Apparently the Harvey Weinstein story was originally offered to... Uh, uh, New York Times, one of the big papers. Right. And they were too nervous to... They didn't want to run in with fact, it. In fact, I think Mark Dice says it after this. Anyway. <laughs> so everybody in Hollywood knew that this was going on, but nobody wanted to talk about it seriously because they didn't want to lose their $20 million roles and get blackballed from the industry, which was protecting Weinstein. But Harvey Weinstein is really a saint compared to other scum that Hollywood A-listers protect and celebrate. I guess he's moving on. It must have been yeah. before that. But um, yeah... Uh, you know, it, it's, this thing wasn't a secret. No. This was this was a, a, a an industry inside joke. It was so well known. So, you know, Seth MacFarlane doesn't make that joke not knowing the audience is going to get it. You know, it, like he knew everyone in the room would knew. understand the illusion. Yeah. And uh, it, it, you know, credit to Seth because he really didn't walk over that line. He pushed it right up to the line and made sure that the people who didn't already know wouldn't get the joke, or at least would think that it was some abstract thing and that Harvey Weinstein was just being used as a example you know do you reckon he ran ran that by someone yeah. say I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna maybe probably make this joke as you know maybe will I you get can, away with this and you can and watch went, his face very closely while he's making that joke and he has no hint of good humor at all in the way he says it yeah in fact there's like his jawbones kind of you know flexing Twitching. as if he's like you know he just doesn't like the guy that's that's what I would say yeah. I think he's put it in. Right. Um, I don't think he ran it by anybody or anybody who, you know, would, would be associate you know, would be able to warn he, Harvey Weinstein. Said to it shut with it the down. intention of, of, of annoying the fuck out of uh, yeah. Yeah. 
the exactly. people, people who now, were behind the curtain. The interesting thing here is, and, and I, I don't want to um, use guilt by association, but let's say just as, as, a, as a point of reference, Harvey Weinstein's caught being a bit of a sleazebag right now. His brother, Bob, right. was it Bob Weinstein? I think so. Bob Weinstein, you would think, would at least have known about this and is possibly of the same genetic material um, and upbringing, uh, maybe also inclined to be a bit rapey as well. As Probably. Now, again, I don't want to, you know, I don't want to accuse him of anything, um, but, but for the, you know, I think there's a, there's a certain logical link. It's plausible. You know? I mean, you and I both like prostitutes <laughs> and we're only cousins. Come on, don't bullshit me. <laughs> no, I'm just joking. He does, I don't. <laughs> Clean as a whistle. Uh, so, um, no, I mean, you know, it, it, to me, this is a very strange situation where it's obvious that uh, Harvey's been thrown under the bus. And I have one theory for why this might be. I think they're trying to soil my name. I think I think we're onto something, right? As they've heard right. us. Yep. They know this podcast is getting trying bigger to shut us down. and bigger and bigger. We've now got a viewing audience of two, one of which is you. Right. And they're, they're starting to work out that we're on to them. It's, it's got to worry. And we're going to expose them. Oh, yeah. So anyone called Harvey now is fair game, you know, so that we'll all be tarred with the same brush. You see? Yeah. I, you I, see, Rodders? It's clear to me. Very clear. I know. Extremely. Crystal. I know. Clear. It is. It's all become clear to me. Um, it may not be that, though. It may be <laughs> that there might be some sibling rivalry going on here. Um, maybe his brother threw him under the bus. And the rest of the industry just went, oh, well, yeah, you know, maybe Bob bubble is, protectors. Yeah, maybe Bob is just like, uh, well, no, I don't want to say that, but... Um, well, he's taken over the company. Maybe, maybe, yeah. He got the company. He stands to, he stands to gain. Billions of dollars. Yeah, a little bit. Lots and lots. Yeah. By getting rid of his brother. And what do you do in that situation? Assuming if you, control. If you're being asked to choose sides between the two brothers, one of which has just taken over the whole company and the other of which is going to court and probably... is he Actually, is he going to jail? I don't know. Uh, not yet. Not sure. Probably won't. They don't use. From what I know, he's settled everything with the people... In the have... past, he's been settling... Yeah, he's settled like hundreds of so complaints. So is, is there a current... I'm not sure. I'm not sure, I'm not sure either, yeah. I don't know why we brought up this story because neither of us know anything about it. No. I know why I brought it up. Ill-informed. No, I, I brought it up because I think this is, once again, a tip of the iceberg thing. Where, yeah, it is. Let's just face it, you know, uh, the casting couch is probably a real thing. And it's probably, you know, done by more than just Harvey well, Weinstein. Have you seen the Jim Jeffries? You've seen the Jim Jeffries show, right? No, never watched um, it. I've always meant to, but I've never watched it. I forget what the uh, what the actual series was called, but J Jim Jeffries was the main character. And in the second season... There's, there's a. It was the one that was. It was just a single word, right? It was like um. Fucking can't remember it, but I, um, I used it in one of my videos. Anyway, yeah. But anyway, yeah. There's a there's an episode where he's auditioning, hmm. um, for someone in Hollywood. This 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 lady, and it's uh you know it's it's all going along fine, and and he's reading for her, and and she's going yeah you know you're you're probably, you know we'll probably give you a show based hmm. on that. Um, just one last thing. Uh, I want you to lick my pussy. Right. And he, so he's reversed and, the genders there. But and he goes, yeah, he's reversed genders. But his reaction is kind of like, excuse me? 
and she just repeats it. And then it goes. To, it's about five minutes of awkwardness where he in in detail she he, he details it out in that episode. You know. Yeah. And uh, he ends up doing it. They don't show it, but yeah. he ends up doing it, and. They don't, he doesn't get anything out of it. Oh, really? Yeah. What a jip. Yeah. Yeah. He get, just gets totally scammed. Yeah. Um, but I thought that was pretty... That's a pretty bold move. Yeah. Like, for him to put that in, but in it's his show. A, and, it's uh, a mythical and coincident, thing, though. Coincidentally, that was near the end. Right. Yeah. Oh, didn't, that, didn't that continue show. After. But he's got a new show he, now. He's got a new show now, which yeah. is a more like a talk show style. Yeah. Yeah. Not a, not a, a comedy series. Yeah, not scripted. Yeah, it's interesting because it's a mythical thing. So you, you can put it in entertainment, you know, this casting couch idea. And apparently, if, if this you're is flipping even the worse. genders, it's so clever. You flip the genders, they're upside down. Apparently, this this theory, uh, from what I know of working in the entertainment industry myself, yeah, through a company that I used to work for, and mm. team leaders that have done a lot of theatre and stage stuff. Mm. Apparently, that's even worse. Really, in theatre? Yeah, people to to score big. Uh, Theatre roles in, in big productions will do pretty much anything of course. to get the role. Acting's a pretty competitive gig. So um, yeah. I think I'd, I'd, yeah, I'd probably suck a cock for, well, for you'd, a role. You'd, you'd probably. I'd definitely lick a pussy, but I'd probably suck a cock. <laughs> Depends. Like if it was a really, if it was a really old guy with erectile dysfunction, it was going to take a really long time. That might not work out. It's working. Yeah, but if it was like, you know, a younger guy who's, who looked like he could get it done pretty quick, you know, I'd, I'd give him four minutes. I reckon four minutes is about my limit. Oh, my God. Depends on the role. You know, four minutes per million I'm getting paid for the role. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, jokes aside, let's compare the conspiracy theory about Hollywood or the conspiracy theories about Hollywood yeah. to this more plausible reality that people tend to accept. You know, they tend to accept this casting couch idea, right? So, and we know Harvey Weinstein's really a pig. So let's let's just extrapolate a bit and see how far we have to go to get to what the conspiracy theories about Hollywood are, right? So using this tip of the iceberg theory. Right. So we've got Harvey Weinstein being a bit of a sleazebag, wanting to touch boobies and possibly... Jerk off in front of chicks. Jerking off and raping women, right? And I don't know the details of this this rape. Rape was the most extreme charge. I don't know if it was like a violent thing or if it was like a, you know, hold still while I finish type of scenario. Turn around and show me your ass. It doesn't, it doesn't really matter, but it just, you know, for context, it's I don't know how much of an evil bastard he is. It's still bad, no matter yeah. how you put it. It's, it's bad. Yeah. I don't know if it's like that scenario in... Um, in uh, Showgirls, where, right, you know, yeah, the, the yeah. Kenny G guy, like, literally, she's throwing herself at him, but he prefers rape and violence to the point where he turns it into a rape, brings a couple of friends into the, the room and starts beating the crap out of her when she was already consenting to sex. Yeah, he had it. He yeah. had, had... So it wasn't a dominance thing because he, he already, you know, he already had the access to the... Well, yeah, the, didn't, the, didn't the, dirty, the dirty bits. The, yeah, but the... that wasn't enough. So I don't know how, how much, you know, that's that's a hobby, like how sick he really is in his head. Yeah. However, if if that's the tip of the iceberg, is it plausible to think there's more than just Harvey Weinstein? Of course. Happy to accept that. That's pretty obvious. Yeah. And I think everybody everybody with a brain is going to go along with us this far. How much further can you go? Well, the conspiracy theories about 
Hollywood really involve more than just sexual perversion. It's it goes mainly to um, satanic, uh, as, uh, you know, satanic devil worshiping type stuff, Luciferian. ritual stuff, Luciferian ritual stuff, yep. um, which also involves pedophilia. Now, pedophilia again is one of those things that that this has surfaced, you know, in the news very frequently. Um, there's some very well known cases. Uh, a lot of celebrities have talked about it quite openly. Yeah, that there's a lot of pedophilia. Is Harvey Weinstein into that? I don't know. There's that, that hasn't come out in the story. Maybe not, but it doesn't um, mean that it doesn't aren't. mean that it doesn't happen. And you know, I've got like there's there's obvious examples of well, of this stuff. We got. Uh, I'll, I'll play the Corey Feldman one because that's. You know, everyone should have heard that by now. Yeah. I can tell you that the number one problem in Hollywood was and is and always will be pedophilia. That's the biggest problem for children in this industry. The casting couch even applies to children. Oh, yeah. Not in the same way. It's all done under the radar. Nobody talks about pedophilia. It's the big secret. So, yeah, he's, and there's so many examples that... You know, I would hope anyone who's got a passing interest in conspiracy theory who would probably listen to this, hopefully has come across enough of that to be well, convinced that pedophilia is in the mix there somewhere as well. Mentioning that it's, you know, that it's come up a lot recently. I mean, most recently, um, the thing with Nelly. Oh, uh, what happened with Nelly? Well, he, he was arrested for raping a, a, a woman on his tour bus right. in Washington. Um, and uh, on the back of that, a lot of footage was released <coughs> on the internet yeah. of his more of his most recent uh, stage performances, where he pulls a very young girl out of the crowd, yeah, and then uh, does some very suggestive, you know, weird sleazy things. Starts twirling her hair, you know, getting right up close to her face, and yeah, and um, you know, the the people filming it are, are sort of. On the crowd as well, just to to show the crowd reaction, mm. and some people are like, "Ooh, ooh, it's so! Oh, look how cool Nelly is! Oh, that girl's got to be really She's loving so this." Lucky. And the person behind the camera is going, "What the hell? Why yeah. are people endorsing this? Is not right. Yeah. Like, you know, she is not. She is maybe 10, 11, 12 yeah. years old." Uh, you know, he's a grown man. There's do you think no that's, way he should be doing that? Do you think that's just an example? Of someone who's become desensitized to possibly, you know, where he's just doing that, thinking it's okay, and not factoring in her age. I'm not going to say that he's ever engaged in pedophilia, but to me, just personally, when he's, you know, why would you include that in your stage show? Why would you? Why would you? You know, do it in? Why would you conduct yourself in that way hmm. during a stage show in front of thousands and thousands of people? But again, let's let's link that back to. Okay, if that's tip of the iceberg, what's the conspiracy theory behind it? Well, maybe he is, you know, taking part in sat satanic pedophilic rituals. Right. And the idea of curling a 12-year-old girl's hair is, it just, it didn't occur to him that people would think that was weird because he's done so much worse. He's well, gone so much further. Especially when the crowd private. kind of endorses it too. Like he gets that feedback from the crowd where they're yeah. all like, oh, woo, Nelly, oh, you're so cool. Yeah, that's right. I mean, but... I don't know. Like, I'm not accusing him of anything either. I'm just saying as an example of, you know, you see something that hints at a larger picture. And yeah, you could you can argue that that's what conspiracy theorists do. You know, they make something out of nothing. Right. But I, I, I think, you know, that, that 
the the proposition that we would know about all of this stuff going on in the background is less reasonable than this tip of the iceberg theory where you you would every now and again just get a hint you'd get bill cosby and then you go what the fuck was that yeah and you go on with your life well what if they're all doing it you know like what if it's a really common thing and Bill Cosby getting caught was just because he refused to sign a contract or he was, he threatened to out someone else That's right. or whatever, you know, and, and he got thrown under the bus and Weinstein got thrown under the bus, you know, and you've got Corey Feldman coming out and saying it's everywhere. I was surrounded by them mm. when I was a kid and I look back and just feel sick at, you know, what went on. And also, you know, when I, uh, when information like this sort of surfaces, I, I ask myself why? Why is it even happening? Why is this occurring? Well, that's the big question. And, and that's and part my, of the reason people don't accept it because you can't understand They it. can't think of a reason why. But in my mind, I think that there's a very plausible reason. Yeah. And that's because it's highly traumatic for the for the um, children that are abused. Yeah. And if you, the more people you've got like that that are traumatized and, and fractured mentally, mm. the easier to manipulate they are. Yeah. Right? Absolutely. That's the whole theory behind MK Well, the easier, and... easier they are to mind control. You can control them easier. Yeah, which again, and I guess that takes us, you know, very, very quickly to the idea of this Project Monarch yeah. thing, which we have to wind up, so we'll have to end on this this topic. Yeah. But the Project Monarch thing, you know, is, is something that I came across reading the Vigilant Citizen website many, many years ago. Mm-hmm found it completely implausible, right? So he said, well, MKUltra uh, was pretended to be shut down and then they continued all of the, the work to the point where they got to this MK Ultra, uh, this Project Monarch thing that was based on M- MKUltra, which was basically a perfect form of um, multifaceted interdimensional, not interdimensional, sorry, intergenerational uh, mind control, which was like, you know, MKUltra... Uh, part systematic yeah. traumatization of yeah and it involves a lot of traumatization um a duality satanism um and and a lot of stuff that is essentially created not satanism in the sense that they think that the devil's going to come down and help them make some money mm. it's satanism used as as imagery and stuff to create the trauma you know as as, as a background and of course the people who are victims of this uh, end up kind of believing in the Satanism and the Luciferianism and stuff. Maybe they yeah. subscribe to the doctrine, but I don't think that the people causing, you know, that developed this system, mm. that did the research, I don't think they believed in Satanism. They were just thinking, oh, well, we can't really use ghosts. There's too much of that going on in movies and stuff. You know, we'll just use something. How about a, you know, a guy in a mask with devil horns? That'll be pretty cool. That'll really freak out the kids. Mm. And uh, as sick as it is to think about, um, that kind of makes sense to me. The other side of this stuff is not just the trauma and controllability of the victims of it, but more um, also the protection of the elite circle that knows about it. Um, and it's called the cacistocracy. It's something that um, I think we've talked about on this on this one yeah, before. Yeah, we, we've covered it a little bit. Yep. But um, but the just to summarize it, cacistocracy is a, a term used to refer to a, a system where it's ruled by the worst, and um, the you know, the concept at play is that these people need to test if the people that they're bringing into the elite circle are also like-minded, willing to do whatever they need to do, psychotic. Psychotics, sociopathic. Sociopathic or whatever. Um, and that they, they need to verify 
um, yeah. that, 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 these, that these people that they bring in to, to help them with their, their, whatever plans they're going on with um, that are probably just insane anyway. Um, they need to make sure that everybody, first of all, they're blackmailable because, you know, you, you, you say, okay, well, um, I, I'm happy to do this deal with you. All you need to do is murder that baby. Um, I'll film it. And then I know that you won't betray me. Yeah. You know, and that's the cacistocracy. It's, it's a tendency for that to evolve. That's obviously a pretty extreme case. Um, it is. In, but, in many uh, cases, it's just, I know you cheated on your wife. Yeah. I'll tell her. You yeah. know about it. I'll if, ruin your marriage. Yeah, yeah, I'll ruin your marriage, and we'll put it in the media, and uh, you know your your career will be ruined or whatever. Yeah, you'll be um, you'll end up a bum on the street with nothing. You can see uh, for the, for the live viewers, you can see on the screen here. There's, there's there was a celebrity event. This is um, what's her name from No Doubt, Gwen Stefani. Stefani, yeah. Um, but there's a whole bunch of celebrities around a table. They're all wearing lab coats, and they've got uh, food materials like cake. I think it's um, you know like what's it called, red velvet cake or something with a mm. skin-like material around it. It's very strange. Um, uh, with a dummy's head on it to make it look like a human being. And they're all eating the human. Right. So underneath the skin layer, there's the red velvet, which is all red and, and guts-like. Obvious what it's symbolizing. Yeah, and I think Will Ferrell was at this. There's, there was a whole bunch of big celebrities sitting around. So they come up, you know, thinking that they're going to some gala event. They're wearing tuxedos and stuff. They say, get out of the tuxedos. We're going to put you in lab coats. Yeah. And we're going to sit around this table. This this is art. And uh, we'll all participate in the art. It'll be fun. And we, we're going to pretend to be cannibals. Yeah, it's how that uh, Italian chick gets away with all the, you know, spirit cooking and stuff. Just Let's, passing it she's, off. As... She's the one. Marina um, Abramovich. Yeah. Abramovich. Her. Uh, she's the one who set this one up. Uh, she sets up quite a lot of them. Most of them. Anyway. Wow. You know, so that takes us to spirit cooking, uh, you know mixing up piss and blood and semen and throwing it on the wall and writing messages in it and shit like that. Mm. And on that note... <laughs> but again, again, tip of the iceberg, right? Marina Abramovich is a name that's surfaced, just surfaced through the Pizzagate thing and whatever. And it's it's one right, of the parts yeah. of it that no one's, no one's denying that she exists and that she's some crazy artist who does this stuff. Right, so that just surfaces. Uh, you got the Weinstein thing. She, she's been linked to the, to the Clinton family and stuff as well. Well, Hillary Clinton, you know, part of all of the stuff. The reason she lost the election was that that stuff surfaced, and it's yeah. it's provable in her emails, the leaked emails. That's right. You know, so that link again, no one's actually, you know, no one's focusing on it except it's the not really that theory part of a link to make either. In no. my mind, anyway. No, she looks pretty evil already. Yeah, she's gross. And uh, I just want to make one more little point before we, not a point so much, but just uh, mention a YouTube channel for people who don't believe in this sort of mind control stuff. I found a YouTube channel um, where a, a girl claims that she's part of the program. Yeah, Sky. That she's targeted. Her name's Sky Matria. Matria, Matria yeah. Matria. I don't know how to say it. I, I um, think it's, And she's got yeah. a whole slew of... Uh, videos her most recent one is testimony for the fbi where she actually spends 30 minutes trying to focus and and explain what's happened to her and what the programs are so that she can get it all straight so that's if yeah. you want to watch something that you know is a good overview of everything that she talks about um personally i prefer i used to masturbate to executions that's one of my favorites mm. um that's uh, i am the antichrist another classic super soldier hospitalization. Mm -hmm. So as crazy as this sounds, 
I would like people who don't believe in this to watch it and tell me what they think because this is a channel that's been going for over three years. Yeah, yeah. She starts off as a as a, a young, attractive girl with uh, long hair. That's right. Um, who seems to just be discovering these things and talking about it. And um, there is an aspect. She does ask for money a couple of times. Um, she talks about going on the run. The FBI or the CIA are chasing her and stuff. Uh, there's all this stuff. And, you know, my first thought when I saw this was she's read the conspiracy theories and she's done some kind of art project, right? right. You know, like she's gone, well, I'm going to portray a character that's done that. And I'm going to portray it for so many years that, you know, it'll look real, right? So now, that's start, plausible. Started off as sort of an, an art exercise. Yeah. And that's gradually it's, you know, she's got more and more attention for it. Yeah. And then the goal is, you know, obviously to make money on YouTube. Everybody wants to make money on YouTube. Why wouldn't you? However, it's not been successful. Okay. So this, this is a channel. She's got... 1.4 thousand subscribers which in youtube numbers is very low it means you know her average video gets about 300 views it's no, um, it's no money yeah there's one she did about depopulation that got uh, two and a half thousand views that that one's quite successful um masturbating to executions got 1.2 thousand views that's one of her most successful videos so i'm obviously not alone in in enjoying that one um but most of them get around three or four hundred right so in YouTube terms, she's making cents per video at best. Yeah, and let's face much. it, none of this stuff is advertiser-friendly. So she's not making money at all now. No, of course not. Uh, speaking of which, I'm not making money on YouTube anymore either. None been, of us are. I've been completely demonetized as well. The, the, the algorithm got around to me. I can't believe it. But they actually... I feel honored, in fact. E even if... I that mean, the algorithm bothered to look at a channel so small. But maybe anyway. it was just some Google stuff, dude. Just typed in lobotomy or something and Maybe, you, yeah. you came up and they went, ah, oh, that's, that's, yeah, 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 we could demonetize him. That's all conspiracy stuff, demonetize yeah. it. So yeah, the, the money aspect, it, it can't be her motivation to, to keep this up for over three yeah, years. You can pretty much eliminate that as a, as a reason for these videos yep. appearing on YouTube. And she's still active now. And not to mention she, uh, she shaved off her hair. Um, she's got tattoos. She's done all the things that these monarch mind control victims supposedly do. And she's describing exactly the conspiracy theory stuff where she's being monitored and messed with and they're, you know, they're sending, um, you know, hitting her with frequencies and stuff, you yeah. know, all that stuff that you hear about that sounds so far-fetched. Extra low frequency. Yeah, yeah, all that stuff. ELF stuff. She's talking about all of it as if it's true, as if it's happening to her. And I find it really fascinating because I don't necessarily find it plausible. It's very hard to believe, even though generally I believe in the conspiracy theories that's one thing that's a section of your brain over here yeah actually seeing it being portrayed is a different thing and i'm much that's more right. skeptical about this than i would be about the idea of it well you have to be because it's videos on youtube it's all it essentially secondhand information but it's it's not like you're there seeing her film it and witnessing her life in person you're no just, that's right you're just not so. i mean it could be some form of propaganda for for what purpose i'm not sure but anyway uh, if you get a chance, check out Sky Maitreya, which is M-A-I-T-R-E-Y-A. Yep. And we'll talk about that on a future podcast, about the plausibility of it, because we're out of time today. Yep. Um, I need to eat food. Yeah, I need to jerk off, so... God, how long have we been going? I've got to masturbate to executions. Um, <laughs> An hour and 15 minutes. Yeah, well, yeah. That's, that's generally what we're... No battery to run out. We could just go on and on and on. We could just keep going on, but we won't. We'll... We'll 
we'll wrap it up on that. Yep. There's, a, there's a lot to unpack there. Yeah, we've given you something to think about. Extremely uh, crucial information as and far as I'm concerned. You know, if you do masturbate to executions, don't worry about it. You're yeah, probably it's, just it's part of the normal. Monarch Project. Yeah, that's right. It's normal for us. Well, I'm having, I mean, them. I'm having dream of, dreams about huge black butterflies, so maybe. I'm, I'm having dreams about people shitting all over the place. <laughs> but we'll talk about that in a future podcast as well. <laughs> yeah. We're yeah. pretty fucked up. All right, well, that'll do it. We'll wrap it and... Uh, you know, fucking just go to iTunes. Give us five fucking give us stars. A rating. You fuck. You know, I saw a podcast uh, recently. I think it's. I'm not sure. It's it's called. Uh, these it's the it's an Australian conspiracy theory. What's it called? Is it the conspiracy? Conspiracy. Thing? Yeah, they're very good. They're a little bit like our podcast in a lot of ways. Um, enjoyable to listen to. We're better. Um, but of course. they they have like a you know they do a shout out section. Anyone who gives them a five star rating on iTunes, I would definitely. They shout read out the out. comment at the end. Now we will do that. We will do that. We will do that. I, I promise you right now. If you leave a five star rating on iTunes with a comment, we will read out your comment, and it doesn't matter what it says, we will read it out. Yeah, you can you can uh, say whatever you like. Anything you want. No limits. You can talk about. You can be an ex girlfriend of mine talking about the size of my penis. <laughs> I'll still read it out. Or a current one. I really hope that happens now. <laughs> yeah, so iTunes. Uh, go to the website, 1240podcast.com. Yep. Uh, Twitter, at 1240podcast. Facebook page. Yeah, all that stuff. All that good stuff. <sighs> you should know it all by now. Yeah, they're the main ones. You know, you should play the music at the end and then it'll be like a satisfying... Like that. Yeah, it'll be a satisfying ending. Yeah. If we just shut up now. If we just shut up now and people can listen to it. But yeah. We won't. Uh, Probably not. We'll still be talking when it fades out. That's right. It'll, it'll be a shame. No, let's, we, let's, let's, let's stop. We'll, we'll stop it here. That's been another episode of the 1240 Podcast. See, See you, you later, week. world. Yeah, bye, world.